Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Merry meet y'all, Lady River here, Wiccan High Priestess and Science Fangirl, and you're listening to Gaia Unveiled, the science podcast for pagans, witches, and the magical community. The controversial Gaia hypothesis hypothesizes that our planet's organic and inorganic systems interact and regulate each other like systems in a single organism. While this may or may not be scientifically supportable, the reverse is certainly true. You, yes you, are not only a single organism, you're an environment, if not a planet, with diverse habitats that support diverse species of microbes. Over 10,000 species are native to the you ecosystem. Like all ecosystems, you host a community of living organisms, influenced by the non-living things around them. And like every ecosystem, you are unique. Each one is different from every other. You contain viruses, bacteria, fungi, and mites. Some are a welcome part of you. Some are critical to your survival. And some alter our ecosystem in ways that can cause damage. There are more microbes on your skin than people living on Earth, and a thousand times more bacteria than that living in your gut. Some estimates say that for every three human cells in your body, four bacterial cells live among them. Fortunately, bacterial cells are much smaller than the U-cells. If they were the same size, you'd literally be up to your waist in bacteria. Every time you poop, bacteria go along for the ride, and you become slightly more human. Because we're not just an ecosystem, but also a single organism, we're in symbiotic relationships with these beings. Symbiotic from the Greek for living companion. If they benefit and we're harmed, that is a parasitic relationship, like a flu virus. If the being benefits and we are not really affected, that is a commensal relationship, like the tiny mites that live on our skin hanging out unnoticed, mostly in hair follicles eating dead skin, not causing no trouble. If everyone benefits, that is a mutualistic relationship, such as E. coli, a bacterium that lives in our intestines, helping us digest food and absorb iron, and having its own tiny share of what we eat. These relationships aren't simple. Diversity of species is good in any environment, including the one that is you. Additionally, where in us these things live, and how many of them, what particular strain of them we have, and how they work or don't with our own genetic makeup, can make a normally helpful microbe an antagonist. Too many little mites, or an allergy to them, can cause skin disease. E. coli in your food, especially the wrong strain of it, will be an invasive species trashing your digestive habitat, sometimes fatally. Microbes also interact with each other in ways that help us out. For example, bacteria living on our skin usually outcompete small amounts of fungi, preventing skin infections. Medical science is only beginning to understand the profound effects our microbiome, the populations of microorganisms in our body, has on us. It affects nearly every process our bodies have. I've talked about digestion, which affects our nutrition, and nutrition affects physical and mental health. For example, People's ecosystems have differing amounts of a bacterium that can process certain carbohydrates into sugars that most other bacteria can't. Those additional sugars increase the calories we get from food. So three people can have the same diet and exercise, and one could be underweight, one average, and one overweight. Our microbiomes also affect how our bodies respond to medication. Some drugs used to treat cancer react differently given different microbial populations. 
and HIV prevention is more or less effective depending on the organisms living on and in someone's genitalia. Our microbiome affects our health and behavior, and vice versa. Hand sanitizer with antibacterial ingredients can kill the helpful bacteria I mentioned a minute ago. Some gut bacteria thrive on a vegetarian diet, and some on a heavily meat-based one. So your diet gives an advantage to some residents and increases their population. People with heart disease have different gut bacteria than people who don't. And there is some evidence that those bacteria influence how diet affects the illness, promoting or inhibiting the growth of intestinal organisms that are bad for the heart. It's possible to transplant a favorable gut population from a person who has one to someone who doesn't, like stocking a pond with fish, which can then be maintained through an appropriate diet. I'm not going to get into how that transplant happens, but you can guess. With its effects on medication, in the future our biome might be intentionally adjusted to improve its interaction with the drugs we take, allowing lower doses or altering unwanted side effects. Probiotic supplements contain quote-unquote good bacteria, and there's some evidence that taking them and allowing those bacteria to colonize our bodies can reduce the symptoms of, for example, ADHD, reducing the need for medication, or help prevent serious digestive illnesses in premature babies. Probiotics can also help mitigate bad side effects from taking antibiotics, which kill the bacteria you want along with the ones you don't. Though again, we are just beginning to understand these interactions. And I remind you, I am a school bus driver and voice actor, and you should in no way take anything I say as medical advice. Our bacterial residents evolved along with us, and we evolved along with them. Some of them are necessary for our survival. And while some of them can live outside our bodies, some can't. The most extreme example of this is the mitochondria in our cells, the tiny organs that generate all the energy we need to live. They were once bacteria and had their own DNA, but they no longer exist as separate entities and are passed down mother to child along with our native DNA. The genes for your mitochondria can be traced back through your generations of mothers, all the way back to the beginnings of humankind, tracing the migrations of our species. Some say we and our living companions should be seen as a holobiont, which means whole organism, a term that reflects the intimate, collaborative relationship humans have with microbes. I think it's also useful to reflect on ourselves as an ecosystem, or a planet, hosting our tiny, unaware inhabitants, and whether we're taking good care of them so they can live in harmony together and take good care of us in return. Reversing that reflection is also useful, allowing us to ponder our own existence as part of a Gaian holobiont and how we can best be good citizens of her own, so far as we know, unique in the universe, planetary microbiome. This has been Gaia Unveiled, and thank you so much for sharing some of your time here with me. If you liked the show, I'm going to ask you to share it with one friend who'd like it, or an enemy, that works too. Or you can join my Patreon campaign, like Senior Researcher Fairy Andrew. I'll have new episodes every first and third weekends of a month, and next time I'll be talking about what science has to say about firewalking. Thank you to Julius H. and Christian Bodie for our opening theme, Magic Trance, and our closing theme, Magic Event, courtesy of Pixabay. I'm Lady River. Keep reasoning, and blessed be. Hey again, real quick thing. If you liked this podcast, dropping a review in your podcast app is a great way to support the show and makes you 16% cooler than you already are. Or you can come geek out with us on the Gaia Unveiled Facebook page or support the show at patreon.com slash Gaia underscore unveiled. 
If you can spare a few bucks a month, you get some nifty rewards, and I get a personal connection with you that helps me make the show even better. You can also find me on Twitter at LadyRiver8 or email me at GaiaUnveiled at gmail.com. You can find the show wherever you like to listen to podcasts and even on YouTube with transcripts. See you soon and thanks. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.